0: Are we recording now?
1: We're recording are ready to go. I'm ready to go. This is Talking Shop, Talkin Shop, the Jim and, this is Jim and Joe show, this is episode a podcast you're that to covers to the happenings the in and around Divine, Texas, mainly high school sports related with some community happenings as well. as well. And of course, some of our own ramblings so to Welcome to, to Talking yep. Shop. Danny Darwin. Wow. How about that?
0: Wasn't 44 Reggie Jackson too? I don't
1: know. Was With it the Yankees? I don't know. I thought I was it was. Trying to think. like
0: I don't know. I could be wrong, though.
1: I'm trying to think of some 44s. Da-
0: did you say Danny Darwin? Danny did Darwin. we just get a Danny Darwin shout out? I think
1: so. I think he was 44. <laughs> so I feel like there should be more 44s that we know. Oh,
0: boy. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: I'm sure like four <laughs> of our listeners that will we'll chime in. Like, four we out forget, of our five. Who'd we forget? Like Bo Jackson that one time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: back? Bo Jackson. You know, that, we just you know skipped right over that one. But I think uh, the
1: duck gave us that one. So yeah,
0: I know uh, Stivers gave us one too. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. But he, he threw one out there too. Like a like basically, hey jackasses about this guy. <laughs> yeah. Ever heard yeah. of this guy? Yes. <laughs> well,
1: well, I'm I'm not even sure Danny Darwin was number forty four. But we we can always 44. look at forty
0: four. Was Danny ain't H- no Danny Age wasn't forty four? Was he? I can't. I, I don't. 44
1: 44 Danny Ainge would be like a weird <laughs> number two like that
0: hey Danny was awesome yes he was like the like the least talented guy out of the out of the out of that 80s uh you know run there for the Celtics but I liked him my dad didn't like him because he drew on the left side of the court with his right hand my dad hated that yeah he was yes. very very much you, in the fundamentals you, you, your
1: dad was <laughs> very much in the old school yes
0: yeah. God, why does he do that? He's getting paid all that money. and He's a professional basketball <laughs> player. He can't even dribble with his left hand. Yes,
1: yeah, guy. Your, your dad would not like the NBA right now. Oh no. So heck, I don't like the NBA right now.
0: I didn't even know there was an NBA right now.
1: Yeah. Well, it used to be no babies allowed, but I don't think that's the case anymore.
0: <laughs> Nothing but babies allowed.
1: Yeah, maybe. Let's do this. What got, is going gonna, on
0: with the with the Arizona Cardinals uniforms.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like when you play in the desert, it's smart. Whoa, did you see that ball? Wow.
0: That ball was a hard right turn that was right a there. a hell of a breaking ball right there. Yeah.
1: From a righty. Yes. Yeah, um, Yeah. you play in the desert, you would think black uniforms wouldn't be the thing to do. But I guess if you've got a dome stadium, it's all right. Did he make that? No, he missed it. No, he missed it.
0: Golly. How do you put that much English on there?
1: I don't know. Hey, speaking of English, did we tell them what episode number this is in Espanol?
0: Cuarenta Cuatro for our Spanish-speaking friends.
1: There you go. All right, here we go. We're going to Google Famous.
0: Look, dude, you think that lemonade stand is going to get audited by the IRS?
1: With its uh, 87,000 new agents? Yeah.
0: Or whatever know. it is? You know, because we need to we need to be bigger than the military.
1: Reggie Jackson was number 44.
0: Yes, Mr. October.
1: Hammer and Hank Aaron.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, heard Will, of that guy. Willie McCovey. There you go.
1: And, uh, dude, as a San Antonio Spurs fan. Oh, George Gervin. The Iceman. Yeah. Pistol Pete. (laughs) So far, Danny Darwin (laughs) has not made the list of famous number 44s. (laughs)
0: Maybe because they don't put him in that category. (laughs) He's in other hands. Oh, yeah, and other guys. (laughs) Danny Darwin. Oh, and... For the people that only know him because they're Astro fans, Danny Darwin, number 44. <laughs> and I think Danny Darwin played for
1: every Major League Baseball team at some point. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, you can tell it's it's been a day or two <laughs> since we've talked. and uh, It's been a couple of weeks since we got a podcast going. Yes. So, man, it's like uh, all of a sudden the school stuff is fixing to start. And yes. I have gotten plenty busy.
0: Oh, I know. I mean, you know, it's like kind of like, hey, so when are we gonna do the next one? Oh, well, whenever I have time. Yeah. And I loved it. when yesterday, I was out there. I was I was out there plowing at, at my mom's place, and and I look at my phone. And you're like, hey, it, it, it kind of slows down next week. <laughs> you yes. had stuff like for like the next <laughs> like eight months. Yes. I was like, yeah. So if we don't do one today, we're pretty much not gonna be able to do one ever. Yeah. So. Yeah. I yeah. Think, I
1: think tomorrow maybe. The first day of school, I think I'm actually off after school. I don't think I have anything there. For now. For now. Yeah. It's exactly what I said earlier.
0: Yeah, so, for now. Yeah.
1: So So I'm on hey. a website with Danny Darwin number forty four.
0: No, no, Danny Ainge number forty four. Hey. For the Boston Celtics. Yes, sir. You're typing in Danny Darwin, aren't you? I am.
1: Yep. <laughs> we'll see what happens here. This is when we need the video part of our show so people can see what we're up to.
0: Yes. Bonham, Bullet, and Dr. Death, Danny Darwin. Dr. Death. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, what numbers was he? 44,
1: 18, 44, 46, 44, 44, 40, 44, 44, 44, 40, and 43. (laughs) Sweet. Like I said, he played for like half the league.
0: Yes, just, just in case anybody's wondering. He started out with the Texas Rangers, then he went to the Brewers, then the Astros, the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, the Rangers again, the Pirates, the Astros again, the White Sox, and then the Giants. Spanning from 1978 to 1998. Yes. And he was the NIL, National League ERA leader in 1990, which was with the Houston Astros. The
1: Astros, baby.
0: That's because they were probably cheating.
1: Oh, no, not at that point. That's when they played in the, like, the biggest ballpark in the yes. whole entire world.
0: Yes, Houston Astrodome. And Craig Biggio used to hit like, I mean, not Craig Biggio, um, um, uh, Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell used to hit like 40 home runs there. I was like, good guy. And then he never could stay healthy when they went They, they went to the, yeah. like, Divine High School Stadium, baseball stadium. Yeah. Yes, so, they're like,
1: hey, <laughs> this doesn't fit in the city block very well, kind of like Divine High School Stadium. Yes. So. Let's make it really small. Warhurst Field. Uh, so let's put like an 18-foot wall out here.
0: Yes, they moved them in the Minimay Park and Craig Bisho immediately became a power hitter. Yes,
1: yes, <laughs> yes. And then they're like, hey, you know what? We've got a really short left field, so let's make center field like 440 and, and let's a, put a flagpole in it and, and a hill. And a hill, yes. yes.
0: Didn't they finally take the hill or the flagpole out whenever somebody Both. almost killed themselves? yeah. yeah. Or like everybody was killing themselves yes. except for the Astro center fielder?
1: No, even the Astro center. I think that's why. They are like, we're paying this guy way too much money for yes. him to get hurt on our stupid hill out here. So let's well, take it yeah, out. Yeah,
0: they put a flagpole inside there. Why would you do that? Didn't they watch the natural when the guy ran through the fence and, and died? True, but
1: they also hit a home <laughs> run and, to the lights and had a pretty cool fireworks yeah, show. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So, yeah. so football, NFL football on right now, a little preseason action.
0: Yep. And ladies and gentlemen, if you tuned in, there's only about eight and a half minutes to go in the first quarter, so you're probably not going to recognize anybody. No.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Each team's had one drive, so all the starters are out.
0: Yeah, and if you're watching the Cowboys out there, it's like, okay, everybody I know doesn't even have shoulder pads on. They're standing on the sidelines. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I I still don't quite understand what NFL preseason's all about. I guess it's just evaluating everybody else. That's, it's. NFL preseason is for
0: the coaching staff, so those teams and then anybody that may be looking for anybody later on, like quality control coaches, are all watching these other games and stuff and and trying to say, hey, if this guy gets released, let's pick him up, whatever, but it's not, I mean, at least me as a fan, and I love football, but I don't get anything out of it, it's pretty boring, I mean, I, i watch the Cowboys in case I'm trying to see who's yeah, who I'm if, never going to see when the season starts. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, well, it is it is a revenue maker because it's a home game for you know the Cardinals tonight, But who, I, mean, even, I don't even, even
0: recognize because they're yeah. all wearing like black helmets now.
1: Yeah, but uh, hey, speaking of NFL news, I saw where uh, oh, what's his name that left the Texans?
0: Oh, Mister Hansey? Yeah, <laughs> Deshaun Watson.
1: Deshaun. Yes. Yeah. Eleven game suspension. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? Guess who they play in in uh, week twelve. The Texans.
0: oh, the Texans. Oh, he's yeah. coming back for them. Gee. Gee, they didn't have that in mind.
1: <laughs> what a random number of eleven.
0: Hmm. Yeah, Golly. yeah. yeah the, they weren't the, thinking about that, were the they?
1: The NFL has basically said we're going to stop hiding the fact that all we're trying to do is make as much money as we can.
0: Tell me, uh, uh, oh, it's, that's really kind of controversial to get in that to get, to get into any, anything deeper. But it's like yeah. the guy for first of all, last year he was like suspended, yeah, but he still got paid.
1: Yes, yeah. you know. Yeah,
0: and then and then this year he comes over. He gets traded over there, get, plays a preseason game or whatever, and then all of a sudden well, he's suspended six games. But we're gonna we're gonna investigate even more, and now all of a sudden he's eleven games. It's just you know, I don't know. I I don't know what to think about it. But I did kind of find it funny whenever they said eleven games, and you look at the schedule, and it's like, um, hmm, the gee, they weren't they weren't thinking about money when they were. They no. were Think of uh, doling out this punishment, so. and you know, in this in this society, in today's society, and it's been like this for a, for a while. But somebody may want to cover that guy. Oh, Dude, if he turned he, the other way, he
1: could have walked in the end zone,
0: and he fell all by himself. How did you not score on that? Yeah. But, but anyways, first down. You know, everybody's everybody is guilty until proven innocent. Now,
1: yeah that that really is the truth. And uh,
0: so it's like who? Well, I don't know if yeah. he's guilty or not, but there definitely seems like there was a pattern. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and you know the other part of this is everybody's complaining about the NFL, like basically telling them, to, you know, saying like they're making no bones about it, they're trying to make money. But mm-hmm. that's what the NFL is. I mean it's it's a league and it makes money. Uh, the owners, they make money. Yeah, there's really these, no reason you know, for Roger
0: Goodell to have a job if he's not yeah, making the league money. Yes.
1: And when and when fans will pay what they pay to go to a game, Yeah, you know, it's like.
0: Dude, I don't even want to pay money to go to a UTSA game, you know, so. which but, I do because my kids like going, but yeah. I mean, everything's so, it's so, well, everything is so. And that was right before now. inflation really yeah. hit. Yeah,
1: so. So. Yeah, that's going to be fun this year. But, yeah. hey, speaking of UTSA, this was the last Saturday without college football until, like, the end of the year, I think I read.
0: Yeah. So, that's kind of cool. Much, yeah.
1: College football kicks mm-hmm. off next week. So, there's got to be, like, a big-name game right off the bat, right? Well, I know. A I think
0: them. UTSA is – aren't they opening up, like, with uh, Houston, and then they got Texas on there, too, don't they, think, at some I point? I
1: think I just read something about UTSA giving but, away some tickets when they play Texas. Yeah, yeah but, of
0: course, they're going to Austin. Yeah. Texas isn't going to – well, you know.
1: then, and Texas has a is Alabama, Texas this no next
0: year. They no they play this year, this but they year. play week two. Yeah, week two. That's right. Yeah, they're playing like Louisiana Monroe the first game or something. Well, you know. So, but the, that that uh, that's the Raging that, Cajuns, something like that. I think so. Don't get me to line. I don't know yeah. Louisiana Monroe. I don't know. Um, yeah. There's a lot of Louisiana's like Lafayette. Uh, um, that might be the Raging I think, Cajuns. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but. Uh, they named that that kid that came back from Ohio State, the starting quarterback. He yeah. beat out that Hudson Card yeah. guy. So I saw that, yeah. If they, he winds up holding on to it, you know Hudson Card's gone. You yeah. know he's transferring. I,
1: that's the sign of the times right there, well, buddy. Because
0: also they got Arch Manning coming for next year. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, okay, which one of y'all is going to win the starting position for one year? Yeah, well. Unless he, unless he yeah. comes in and falls flat. I mean, yeah. But when you do, well, you know as well as I do, when you're landing that big of a recruit, you're not recruiting him to stand on the sidelines. Yeah,
1: exactly. I was just so, fixing to say that. It's kind of yeah. like back in the day when Chris Sims came on campus, the first big five star guy yeah. they had.
0: And Mac Brown didn't recruit uh, Major Applewhite. Yeah. So yeah. now, Sarkeesian did get that Euler's guy or however they pronounce his name. Ewers to, or Yeah. Ewer, yeah. Ewer. He did get him to come back. Right. But uh, what's his name? Herman. Tom Herman was the one that recruited him initially. Oh, yeah. But then he, he changed his mind and went because he, because he, Declared early because UT was like, that was before you could make any money off your, off your likeness, whatever. Uh, right, likeness whatever. NIL money. Texas didn't have it, and so he went to Ohio State. But then whenever Sarkeesian came in, now Texas is doing it, they yeah. said, yeah, you can come.
1: Well, apparently the Ohio State deal is he went there, and he had a contract for like a million dollars. Yeah. Name, image, likeness stuff. Yes. And then never played.
0: And he never played. <laughs> and, and
1: so then the people were like, <laughs> we're not paying you. And he's like, "Well, y'all said you're going to pay me." And they're like, "Well, you're not playing." Yeah. So apparently, when that nil stuff first came out, there were no contracts, so it was kind of like a shady deal, like a handshake. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Deal.
0: So. So did he? Did he get his money?
1: I don't know. He's back in Texas. So yeah.
0: So probably not.
1: Who knows? But yeah. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> That, that name, image, likeness stuff. I mean, it's going to take the the big guys are going to get even bigger. Oh, you absolutely. Know, they're they're going to have the money to do all that and fund all of it, and
0: and it's going to create these one or two super conferences, and nobody else is going to be able to compete. The yeah, conference yeah, USAs, is the that. the stuff like that. They're, they're
1: well, and honestly, did they get a chance to compete anyways? I mean, they they might have a chance never, to be in the power, like yeah. in the in the. You know, playoff. But, but
0: what I'm saying is, like them and like those other, like the Sun, the Sun Belt, and all them, they're gonna go even further away. Oh yeah. And what yeah. about like the American Athletic Conference, the AAC? Remember when right. it came in and kind of like the Big East kind of went away? Right. Remember? Yeah. But I mean, you're looking at the ACC, the SEC, the Pac-12, and the and the big in the Big Ten. Yeah,
1: but can you even really include There's the a- ACC in college football? Well, I mean, I mean, you got, I Clemson, guess so. yeah, you got Clemson, Clemson and then
0: you, you know, you had Miami who's you know they got some big name teams. Yeah. You got Florida State. Now those that programs are have been back on the mend. Yeah, yeah, they're I mean it's like them and Miami, I think that they'll be back. Virginia Tech yeah. was, was up there for a while. They haven't I mean, I mean, I but,
1: mean but really it's Southeastern Conference, Big Ten. But what big, I was gonna say is what used to be the Big Twelve.
0: I was gonna say I, I there's a couple of those big conferences that is named. I would not be surprised if they're Namas. The you know, no, I agree. I mean, I agree. one right. or two of them, whatever else. I mean, I, I mean, the, you know, the SEC is going to survive. It's kind of like who are the one or two other ones that are going to survive? Right.
1: Is it fixing to be like four, like sixteen team super conferences? And yeah,
0: because I think ACC has good enough teams right now. Now that before they were always known for right. basketball, they were bas- them in the Big East right. were right. the creme de la creme. Right. But, uh but. Um, I think that they're good enough now in football to where they can get some of these other big name teams. They're, they're going to defect from the pack, the pac 12 and stuff well, like that, you know?
1: And, and it's gotten, it's gotten so big too now that I think travels easier because mm-hmm. probably yeah. more schools are chartering and stuff like that. Yeah. What they used to and things. So, yeah. Cause you, you remember back you know.
0: then, back then, you know, nobody had rivals really outside their conference back right. in the Southwest conference yeah. days. And, you know, yeah. in, the, in the big eight and all that stuff. Right. I mean, you know, Oklahoma, and Nebraska would, you know, kill each other. And I mean, and then Colorado, Nebraska, there for a while. Yeah, A in Texas, you right, know. Right. And then the civil war between Oregon and Oregon State, well, you know, yeah. and, and UCLA and USC were big. Nobody really taught I me. Mean, they still play each other because in the same conference, but is it really talked about anymore? Right. Because yeah. USC has gotten Notre Dame. They've gotten right. this team because they travel all over the place now. You know.
1: Oh yeah, and like when I, you know, and you know it here in in Texas, like. Okay, Austin College Station. You know, mm-hmm. geographically, it's pretty close. So you yeah. see where the rivalry came in. Um, when I went to Michigan a couple summers ago, driving through Michigan and Indiana and all that. I mean, you know, Ann Arbor to, to uh, Lansing, well,
0: or to Ohio State. Where, yeah, where Ohio
1: State, or if you went to South Bend. Oh I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. all of that. It's all two-hour drive. So mm-hmm. you see where the rivalries really come in, especially when you're competing with local areas trying to get those kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like Notre Dame, they were they were independent, but their rivals were all up there in that area. Especially, yeah. you know, like in yeah. basketball, I think they were in the Big the Big East. Or I think mean, was it the uh, Big East, yeah, they were. So,
1: well, they were, and then the Big East disappeared. Now yeah. I think they're they're in the Big Ten. I think so. Yeah, you know, but or are they in the ACC? They might be in the ACC now. All that that's changed so much. And again, it was the dollar figure that came in. Yeah. it. But I mean, yeah, like
0: who would have ever thought that like West Virginia would have wound up coming to the Big Twelve? You know,
1: Yeah, exactly. And what's the future of the Big Twelve? You know.
0: Yeah, so. I mean, I know that they they got some teams that have already committed to come, but mm-hmm. you're not exactly play, you know, replacing them with marquee, no. you know, like what was it BYU I think is one of them. Yeah. They're okay, but right. they're not looked at like that. And right. then Houston, yeah, people around here know Kinda U of H and the history of U of H, right. but they're not. That's not Oklahoma and Texas, right? You know? yeah. No, they no, got some other ones sure. too I can't remember who because I, th- I think but, they're going back to 12
1: but you can almost make the argument are Oklahoma and Texas what Oklahoma and Texas used to be yes and no
0: in terms of revenue yes yeah absolutely in terms of revenue yes yeah. competition absolutely not Texas has been pretenders for a, a handful of years now
1: I think what's frustrating with Texas is that the everything's in place to be good yes you know yes
0: the best it, facilities uh, I mean I mean the well, marketing.
1: Did you see the uh, stuff on social media? The Florida, the new Florida locker room. No, all I can the only stuff imagine. they had on it. Yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: Were you trying to get some ideas for the locker rooms in the <laughs>
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. I'd like some. I'd like to just paint some of the floors, uh, personally. Well, you we want paint. lockers that actually well, have locks that work? <laughs> I, I don't want to. You can't just like we we've, we've painted the floors, but you know how that is. After yeah. a year or two, the pattern where people it's want. done. Yeah, yeah, it's already done. So you know. But yeah, I like to do some of that stuff. Yeah. But you're like,
0: you're like, man, I'm just trying to get duct tape for the, for yeah, the upholstery yeah. that's torn. Honestly,
1: <laughs> honestly, I'm just trying to get a graphic put on the door to the weight room, make it look good. So, yeah. Yes.
0: What you're saying is our budget isn't quite at the bottom of Florida's. We are
1: not at the same same spot as the University of Florida. No. What
0: has Florida, what has the Florida Gators done that we haven't done? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, <laughs> Steve Spurrier wore a visor? Quiz wore a visor. Exactly. I don't you know, I,
0: we should be equal. And I called him the old ball coach, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. Chief need to wear a visor? Is that what we need to do?
0: The so, chief. Yeah. No, the chief's still holding out to, to wear a, a tom-tom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's so, still pissed off the divine yeah. eyes. Didn't want let him wear war feathers on Friday night. No,
1: he's just mad he has to wear <laughs> sleeves. Yes. <laughs> can't go sleeveless. So.
0: Yeah, screw the visor, man. Just let me cut the sleeves off. Yeah, so... And he's pissed that they won't let him buy the coaching staff white high tops for coaching shoes. Yes, yes,
1: yes, that's sweet.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. we gotta stop talking about you because I can go on for hours. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, we
1: could. And he, we don't want him to be mad at us next. No, time he knows
0: where both live, and yes. I think he knows where you work. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, he does. Yes, he does. So, speaking of where I work, first day of school tomorrow for Divine ISD.
0: Absolutely, man. Yeah. Hey, a little bit excited, aren't you? I'm, I'm excited for y'all. but I, I'm excited,
1: mm. yes. Um, what's crazy is new position. So yeah. the last 25 <laughs> years, my first day has always kind of been the same.
0: We wouldn't be doing this right now because you'd be in your classroom right now. I already know. <laughs> yes. I've had conversations yes. with you at yeah. like 9 o'clock at night, the night before school. I'm like, well, Jimbo, why? You've been there for like 87 years. Why are <laughs> you in your classroom right yeah. now?
1: Well, it, what's, what's interesting about that, talking about that, I went to my office a while ago to take a couple of things up there to drop off. Uh-huh. And uh, Neva Beater was here, and she wanted to see the office, so I took her up there. Mom and I and her, we went and took some stuff. But anyway, I got up there. There's like six cars in the parking lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like teachers yeah. doing the last-minute things and stuff like that. And a lot of it is coaches that, you know, have been scouting and going to scrimmages and stuff. Yes. And haven't even had a chance volleyball to even look, Haven't had a yeah. chance to even
0: be in their classroom.
1: Right. Yeah, trying to get things ready. So. Yeah.
0: I remember I would call you – and, like, threaten you, if you take the Shawn Michaels poster down, I'm going to hurt yeah. you. I'm going yeah. to sweet chin music you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what ha- what's going to happen to the Shawn Michaels poster? So,
1: as of right now, my classroom is not being used. So, like, I so still – safe. Yeah. So, I still venture in there every now and then, like, when I'm in the high school Well, it could be used. Yeah.
0: For all the technology. Well, you're not really doing the technology stuff anymore. No. but so. But your room was pretty handy when it came to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like, we had our varsity volleyball tournament this weekend, so we used – um, the high school and DSAC Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday we use the middle school mm-hmm. DSAC and the high school. And, uh, so every now and then I'd be in the high school gym and they need something printed out. So I just run into that little, that classroom back there. Yeah. L- less steps. I think I got 15,000 steps in yesterday a baby, at the tournament. So that was a, for Good. a big boy like me, that's a, that's a lot of steps. <laughs> that's a lot of steps. And probably most of those steps came before like one o'clock in the afternoon. Just because of, of all the stuff back and forth, getting everything, right, you know, people, hospitality people don't, rooms and, yeah. People
0: don't, they just, they don't grasp all the stuff that's going on, yeah. you know, I mean. Well, I I don't know then,
1: that I grasp all the <laughs> stuff that was going on and, until you, you know. <laughs> that's what I'm you, saying, it's impossible. You, you know, you know the things you've got to do. It's just mm-hmm. the procedural stuff to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like we're doing it and it's like, oh, I could do this a little bit better. Yeah. So trying to make some notes of that going forward. But yeah, there's there's a lot going on. Volleyball teams play like twenty games or something crazy like that.
0: Yeah. Why don't you fill us in of of what you know? I mean i I mean, just, I, mean,
1: I, mean I, I just know more general than anything else. Volleyball, you know, they played two dual matches, so they played two teams each time there. Mm-hmm. They played two regular matches and then they've been in two varsity tournaments. Right. And volleyball tournaments you can play like Three games, four games a day, or something like that. Yeah, and I mean they've done that. I think they've actually played close to twenty games in two weeks, wow. which is a lot of volleyball. That is a lot of volleyball. Mm-hmm.
0: So a lot of things have changed since we had Leanne out here. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, because so. they were
1: just they were just fixing the. I think it was the first day of practice. They were like
0: just kicking off. Yeah, yeah.
1: and so they've played a lot. Um, football's been through two scrimmages. They had the home scrimmage against Pleasanton here, went to Navarro this past Thursday. They open up Friday night with Memorial, Mm -hmm. parents' night. Yeah. It's kind of like it can't just be a regular football game. We've got to do parents' night. Absolutely. Just throw me into the the wash. But we're working on all that stuff. Um, Let's see. Cross Country has already competed at one meet. They've got another meet coming up this Saturday. And Team Tennis has played, gosh, like five or six matches already as well in the – two weeks that they've been able to play uh, right. just because they started, actually started district play on Thursday. Yeah. This past I remember, Thursday. I remember yeah. you,
0: I remember you uh, talking about how they were, it was weird how they started district really, really yeah. early in the season.
1: So we're in a, you know, <clears throat> that district is, is numbered the same as our basketball district. They're 29, four a, mm-hmm. but the thing is in four a for team tennis, like any level below, like three, a levels can play in that four, a, Division mm-hmm. as well. So, Crystal City and Hondo, that are 3A schools, are in our 4A tennis, team tennis district. Yeah. So, that went from a five-team district to seven. We also got, uh, as part of the five, was <laughs> San Antonio, Kennedy, and Memorial. They dropped down from 5A to 4A. So, now they're picked up in our district. Uvalde, who's got a really strong tennis program. Right. And then, uh, who else do we have? I think Carrizo Springs and Pearsall. Yeah. So, when you do that, you basically play one district game or one district match a week. So, that's seven weeks you've got to have to do that, or six weeks. So, I mean, it started pretty early. Yeah. So, um, just quick story, going to Uvalde the other day, I always go in, like going to Uvalde, I always go to the gym. And mm-hmm. I always come in a certain way. And as you pull in, you see the tennis courts by the gym, and there's like six courts right there. And you're like, oh, nice little tennis complex. Little did I know that that tennis complex is like three times as many courts on the backside that you never see when you're going into the gym. Right. So, it was cool because our JV went, like everybody went and played in Uvalde the other day. So, I mean, and the best thing about going to watch team tennis is there's always people from Divine playing. Right. You know? Yeah. So, I got there. I was able to watch a lot of kids, you know, compete and play and stuff. And then I jumped in the Suburban from there, went to Uvalde to catch the tail end of the football scrimmage. Went to Navarro. I mean, yeah, Navarro from Uvalde. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and then they they gave me, like, I guess they, they I know that the school district probably has a camera in the Suburban. It's like a new Suburban, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, hey, we're going to give you the new Suburban and let you take it. And I'm, I walk in and they're like, all right, here are the keys. They're like, how new is your truck? I was like, it's a 2016. Okay, well, you probably don't know how this works then. I was like well what is it push to start and they're like yes i was like well, okay i know how that works and they're like but it doesn't have a normal gear shift it's got buttons it's like push button gear shift and i'm like okay shouldn't be real hard right and then they're like and you can't go anywhere unless you're wearing your seatbelt." and i was like well i wear my seatbelt all yeah. the time when i drive so right. it shouldn't be too hard right? <clears throat> right so i'm like all right thanks go out to the suburban get in it <laughs> 10 minutes later i'm finally driving out the parking lot <laughs> so yes push button and to an extent park is push neutral is push but for driving and, and for reverse you know obviously you're going to use those more yeah there's like a little slot and you have to like kind of stick your finger underneath there and like pull it up like kind of flip the switch instead of just push it down <laughs> it took me like I don't know five minutes to figure that out right so yeah. I yeah. yeah, so so it's these buttons on the on the console, and and you just press the P to put it in park, press N to put it in neutral, but you can't just press the D or the R, be, like you can't press them. You actually have to put your finger kind of in a little slot and like push them in a different way to make it work. So anybody that's got like a new vehicle probably knows what I'm talking about. But the, I said the bus barn's got to have like a little camera in there filming everybody. And at the end of the year, they're going to put this montage of all yeah. the people like pressing the wrong buttons and stuff.
0: What's why won't this work?
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> so I did that. So then also, <laughs> you know, so I'm a genius. When we have to fill out paperwork, when we leave, you look at the odometer and you write down the, the odometer mileage and you right. come back and you write down your, your ending mileage. So I look down there and I'm like, Sweet. 525 for the odometer. It's like, man, this is a new Suburban, you know, whatever. So I take off, I'm driving over, and get back. And all of a sudden I look down and I was like, why well, is the odometer going backwards? Like the odometer is now like at 475. And I looked and I was like, mm, that's because it says distance to empty there, you knucklehead. <laughs> So I had to call the bus barn Friday morning. Oh boy! Uh, kind of screwed up the mileage on the Suburban. Uh, oh. So yeah. rookie,
0: rookie, rookie.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll probably get like the 2002 Suburban next yes. time I go somewhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Here's a 1995. <laughs> yes. Here's a here's a Suburban
1: from your rookie year as a coach in '97.
0: Yes. So they're gonna give you a big bus. You're a big bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, oh, so
1: yeah. It was a, it was it was a, a long week. Let's just put it that yeah. way.
0: Rookie move.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So they're like, "We'll let it slide because we're gonna have a great time watching the, watching this on the camera later." <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: yep. So, yeah. So did that. So, but figured it out. So next time, maybe if I get that one again, I'll. Yeah.
0: Next time, will only take you eight minutes to get out of the parking lot. <laughs> yes. So.
1: Yes. Yeah, and maybe I'll get both mileages recorded this time.
0: Ah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But uh. No, we're, I mean, we're talking about, you know, all these sports, these uh, fall sports kicking off and, you know, really rolling along. And football's a little different. It takes a little bit longer to kind of get rolling. I mean, they've had two scrimmages, but right. but they're not really rolling like volleyball and, no, and, and no. tennis, you know, no. and stuff. Because, you know, they're, they're already in full swing. But, um, you know, we're kind of talking about the you know, preseason NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we said, you know, what is this really good for? And you know one thing that that I didn't mention while ago that I was thinking was uh, you're trying to you're trying to build some type of some type of chemistry. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, you know you you need to build team chemistry. You need to try to see, you know who your who your uh, top people are going to be, who your main guys are. Maybe not always your best players, but your guys mm-hmm. that that are going to kind of be the ones that keep everybody you know going the right direction, you know, gel in the right way and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Locker room guys, stuff like that. Right. So
1: Yeah, you got your glue guys. Yeah. You know. Um yeah, and you know, sometimes it it might be uh like you're saying it it's just what's the best fit out there. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times for me basketball-wise, you know, obviously you got to have five people on the team or on the court at, at the same time. Yeah. Well, sometimes you know that fifth person might be more of a defensive person, rebounding person, not necessarily have to be a huge scorer. Right sometimes that fifth person does have to be a big scorer, you know. Huh? So just kind of, huh? you know, what, what fits in the situation and stuff like that. And, and like, the thing about football is there's so many different situations. Oh, absolutely. You know, like basketball is always a constant change. So you kind of have to be in – you you've got to go offense, defense quickly, and you've got to be able to – you know, if you're playing, you've got to – football, you could almost have, like, a goal line specialist person. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. remember the days in, in the Bears, and, you know, yeah, refrigerator the fridge, Perry, yeah yeah would come in on goal line and yeah. it's like yeah who's going to stop that dude nobody you know yeah
0: so. yep no you're right i mean it's that's exactly right you can have uh you know what they have now what they didn't have back whenever you and i were younger is that nickelback. right a guy that yeah. that's maybe not maybe not good enough to come in and play every single down at defense at a corner but can come in during those situations. Right. You know, and, and cover the slot receiver. Right. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Those are essential guys now. Those guys make good money. You know, back whenever the cowboys were there, you remember, I mean, Darren Woodson was strong safety, he'd go down there and he'd cover yeah. Jerry Rice in the slot. Right. You know? Yeah. So I mean, but that you just don't see that anymore. Now yeah. you have safeties, every down corners, and then nickelbacks. Right. You know? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, and professional sports is really Mm-hmm. progressed into that, just having specialists like Bruce Bowen used to do, you know, he was the original three and D dude, mm-hmm. you know, make the corner three point shot and then play defense. That, yeah. That's your role on this team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, like, you know, used to, and then you could almost argue like used to, you had big man centers that they were just rim protectors yeah. in the paint. Their guy wasn't getting more than five feet away from the rim. And so they yeah. were there now. It's gone the other way where now you have to be able to defend on the perimeter.
0: Now, now, now the the rim protector really isn't a big deal. It's right. kind of like, we'll you know, we we'll give up a layup because we're going to get – Right, because it's know, two points and not three. Yeah, because it's two points, and then we have a center that can shoot <laughs> yeah. a three-pointer over here. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, you, there's very, very few natural, like true centers in right. the NBA anymore. Right.
1: And then what we have to ask our high school kids sometimes is to be, hey, you're going to be – Normally this, but you're also going to be the the, the Nickelback. Yeah, when it's time when yep. it's time for us to get into that. Right. So I mean, yeah, Nickelbacks come a long ways, especially mm-hmm. since their first album. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> oh geez, yep, yeah, yeah, yep, <laughs> one,
1: yep. one of the greatest rock bands in all time. God.
0: I'm going to have to strongly <laughs> disagree with you right there. I'm uh, not.
1: A, I'm not a big Nickelback fan I by any dis- means.
0: I loathed. Nickelback, yeah. but you I did not like any of it. And it was on the radio
1: all the time. And I think that's what it was. I mean, but, but I mean, there was some Nickelback that was popular within, you know, for a time for a certain age group, yeah. not ours,
0: no, but a certain age no. group. And, and yes. And that was the one that the radio was catering to was that, was that yes. age group. Cause yes. it was on all the time. Well, I will say that it's not lead, on all the time. Yeah.
1: If it's being catered, you yeah.
0: know, but the lead singer I can't remember his name or anything like that. And he was a, total tool but he was funny sometimes some interviews that i saw i did read that he did he was he was pretty funny he'd like he'd make fun of himself which is well like the whole
1: rock star song is kind of making fun of the whole making fun
0: of all of them yes and because you and i as kids i mean like every lead singer of a band took themselves way too seriously like (laughs) axel rose and all those (laughs) guys yes i mean way too serious. whenever whenever you on the plane you're traveling to you say i want this many M&Ms, but I don't want any of this color. Yes. Just, You're taking yourself way too seriously. Yes. <laughs> so, yes so, you yes. know, but. We want a house, but no toilets. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Because if you put them in there, we're just going to rip them out, and throw them out in the front yard. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Nice hair there, Kyler. Yeah. Hey. If I had to wear a helmet for a living, I don't think I'd want. But hey, whatever. Teach his own. Yeah. You know, I'm, I couldn't yeah. do that even if I
1: tried. Although he could have a helmet like that guy did in Spaceballs. <laughs> yes. Remember the really yes. dark, he- dark helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't breathe in this thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, so.
0: Lone Star. Uh. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, so whenever that song did come out, I mean, even though I did not like Nickelback, I thought the I thought the lyrics were funny. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So.
1: I think anytime you can like take a you know have a little fun and take a little shot at yourself. It's not all bad.
0: You don't think Marilyn Manson would make a song like that? No. No, no, I don't think so. But Nine Inch Nails with Trent Reznor back in their prime, you don't think he'd make a song like that? Probably not. (laughs) Two other guys that took themselves way too seriously.
1: Ooh, that's roughing the passer. Ooh. Like everything's roughing the passer nowadays. Yeah, you mean this guy's hands are a little high. I get it.
0: Uh, Oh, their helmets hit each other. Yeah. That's automatic.
1: Yep. You know, like guys that played in the league 30 years ago are like, what wimps.
0: <laughs> Do You think Mark Gastineau would last today? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, but his mustache would. Yes, he had a sweet one. Yes, him and
0: Thomas had like greatest mustaches ever. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. <laughs> and and Rooster in the new Top Gun. So even though you probably refuse to go watch that, nope, it's actually really good.
0: I. That's what I hear.
1: Yeah. So anyway.
0: But uh anyways, back to the, the the team the team chemistry. Yeah. Watching the, the two scrimmages, you know, and, and this is just my observation, I haven't talked to any of the coaches or anything, but that's one thing that they're really I think they're still trying to figure out is like their team chemistry, their identity, you know. Um, you know, being from here and watching them play and they I, I I kinda know who like the guys that they're trying to, you know, sure. they want to they want to be those guys, you know, and, and stuff and and uh and it makes sense. Um, because the Navarro scrimmage—if you look at just the score—you're sitting there going, "Okay, they just absolutely wore us out." Yeah. But if you were there watching, you're sitting there going, "Okay, Navarro did not drive the ball one time on them," yeah. and and when you're when you're down there where I was standing there with you, and you can hear them, you know, coaching and stuff like that, and you can hear what they're saying, and kind of have an idea of what the, what you know Eads as defensive coordinator is wanting when they were doing it. They were, they, yeah. I mean, there were four, five, six white jerseys around, around a purple jersey every time, did great things. But it's a scrimmage right. early in the season. You're, you know, okay, now, okay, now let's take out the senior or the junior and let's put a freshman in. Yeah. Well, no, no offense to the freshman, but they may not get to the spot. Well, yeah, the, you know, the
1: pace is just so much different. Yeah.
0: And, you know, like I said, nothing against the freshmen. Those guys that are being freshmen, they're, the things they're, they're, they're asking them to do, I think those kids are doing great right now. Right. Because well. it's not easy. I could never imagine having to go out there and yeah. try to perform as a freshman out there. Right. You did as a sophomore. I couldn't even imagine then. I mean, right. I, didn't, I wasn't on varsity until my, till my junior right. year, you know, but I I commend those kids. Well, I commend it. I you mean, know,
1: I got moved up in basketball my freshman year. And, but before I got moved up, Don Beck got moved up. Right. And so back in the day in high school, we had a freshman athletic period and we had a a, right. a varsity athletic yeah. period. You know, or a fourth and fifth and period. period. Yeah. yeah. So, freshman athletics you know don gets moved up and and they didn't switch us out of the, the class until the semester so mm-hmm. don was going to practice with the varsity every day and, and this is in basketball mm-hmm. so it's not the same as football but in a way i think this is way you know exactly so don's don's going and he's practiced with the varsity at a lot faster pace we're practicing with the freshman well then all of a sudden don's in our athletic period for two weeks
0: mm-hmm. and all
1: of a sudden don's at up you know, a step and a half faster than everybody else. Yes. But what was good for my group, like us as freshmen, because now all of a sudden we had to kind of meet where Don was. Yeah. You know, then I got moved up. Then Lance got moved up a little bit. Yeah. And so now we were still in that freshman athletic period. So now there's two or three guys going like that. And so that kind of brought all of our classmates up a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. You know, you're right. So in the long run, it's going to be a good thing. Mm -hmm. But Right now it's, it's tough. And it's tough when you know you're like down block. I got a heel line. Yeah. Well, last year I could heel line and see what's coming, and I had plenty. Now I start to heel line, and the dude's on me. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So. Yep. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know. By the way, and, that that's the only term I've really learned in football is heel well, line. So and we and
0: we saw what we did when we were heel riding heel lining right. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. were blowing stuff up. What was it? Yeah. Uh, um, uh Ryan, Ryan Soto? No, not Ryan Soto. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Aaron Bonilla. Yeah. I don't know where I got Ryan Soto. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, that's was just that about was five years a ago. A few years ago, um yeah. But uh, Aaron Bonilla, I mean, he was heel lining and, I mean, blew the play up like right. two or three times in a row. I mean, right. it was like deja vu, you know. But uh that's what I was saying. So, if you take the score out, which we've talked about that before, mm-hmm. about scrimmages and, and pregames, it's like, okay, you know, wins and losses. I mean, yeah, they're right. great. But, you know, that's not what we're looking at. It's, I mean, I, I thought – I saw a lot of good things. I saw some bad things, too, of course. Sure. I mean, you know.
1: Well, then that's going to happen. And you can go yeah. ask the Navarro coaches, and they'll say the same thing.
0: Yeah. And and so, you know, it's like when you're rotating guys in and you're having to take a senior out and you're putting a freshman in, that freshman, you know, is a, obviously a coachable kid. If not, he wouldn't right. be a freshman on varsity. Right. At this point in the season, they're going to be trying to do what you're asking them to do. But like you right. said – Two or three weeks from now, that kid's gonna be a whole step quicker, two steps quicker. Mm-hmm. His reads are gonna be, you know, right. a whole second. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, so if you're that's but if you're a second slower than that senior to come out against a team like Navarro, yeah, exactly. They're gonna go seventy on you. Well and, and you know
1: you know, if you're not if you're not exactly sure, if you're a little confused, you don't go as, at the pace yeah. that you need to go. But you know, that's gonna come. And like you said, Navarro is a team that you have to be very disciplined yes. against. And if you're a young team playing Navarro, you're going to struggle mm-hmm. a little bit. Even experienced teams sometimes yes. struggle. But, I mean, that that's why we scrimmage Navarro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's what you want to see. You want to see what, you know, like we were talking about it, you know, okay, you got someone that, that uh, say, heel lines two out of five times. Mm-hmm. Well, against Navarro, if you do that, you're going to get gashed three times. Three times. Yep. You know? So you you know that's why they pl- they play these guys. I mean, mm-hmm. I know people are like, "Why do we do?" You know, well, yeah, we we play tough teams because it's
0: it's not about it's. I mean, and, and I I mean, yeah. this may sound really crappy, but it's not about us pleasing you sitting in the stands. No, you know, watching and I'm us watching us, that people, watching us yeah. watching us beat a bad team twelve right. twelve touchdowns to zero. Right. Yeah. You know, what do you get out of that? Right. And we need to see where you're at. Yeah. Ultimately, you know?
1: it's it's to get ready for whatever we've got coming up in district. Mm-hmm. You know, so. and beyond mm-hmm.
0: and beyond, because like you, like we talked about before, how many times have we scrimmage the ball and they want to face them in the playoffs right? and going and going toe to toe with them.
1: Yeah. And here's the newsflash. Uh, most people know this, but probably the team we saw on Tuesday, on Thursday night, probably is the talented enough to go three, maybe four rounds deep.
0: Like Num- every year, every flies. year, they, every year, there's a good chance you're going to see them playing, yeah. you know, well past Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, and you know, anytime you like 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 they like they say in the coaching world if you're if you're still playing at thanksgiving and football you're gonna be you got a job next year yeah,
1: yeah. so <laughs> so yeah and and, and you know yeah. all kinds of things fall into that you know the draw and the playoffs the mm-hmm. health you know stuff like that you just never know but pretty good team you know you, is need, a definite you need challenge and you know yeah. you look at the pleasant stuff you know you scrimmage them because you know they're they're gonna They're They're going to throw it and you Mm -hmm. know, it it gives you a good look at stuff. I know chief wanted to do like the, the formats where, you know, so many plays from here, so many plays in the red zone, so many plays goal line, and they never really got to do that this year. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I I understand why that's a, you know, Mm -hmm. like I was even talking about it, like in a basketball scrimmage, would it be good to be like, Hey, you know what? We're going to go five minutes of just baseline out of bounds place. Yeah. You know, now, I don't know how much that helps us because I usually don't have all my kids there, you know, because they're in volleyball and everything else. Yeah, it's, it's else, tougher so. when you
0: start playing the sport to come second. Right. You know.
1: Right. And then in basketball, you know, you're so used to going up and down and playing and, okay, we're going to do, what, five minutes of just defense on here, you know. Yeah. So, but it might be something to yeah, look like, at. I don't know.
0: Hey, let's let's go just many times just full court press. You right. Know, and we've order.
1: done some scrimmages where it's like, hey, we'll just go half court offense. Yeah. You know, where you have to run some sets and stuff. Yeah. So it, you know, it is what it is. Different ways to look at it. Main thing is get people on film, you know, where you can evaluate that. You try to learn that chemistry, what's gonna work, who's gonna communicate, who kind of beads yeah. off each other can read off, you know, that's that's a big part of it too. Yeah, I mean you know
0: you, you, you gotta find out who you can lean on because mm-hmm. the coach the coaches, you know, like, like Gomez or like you, whatever else you can't be the only voice in the locker room, right? You got to hear it from your peers as well. Mm-hmm. And you got to find out who those guys are going to be. Right. You know, and, and, you know, they've had two games, two tough scrimmages now where there was some adversity. Yeah. You got to find out, okay, is this guy, you know, is this guy going to be a voice in the locker room for, for positive or negative, you know, or okay. Is he really good whenever things are going good? Right. or And then, and then bad whenever things are going bad. Or is he going to be a guy that's going to show up and and his voice is going to be the same, no matter what. Right. You know when things are going good. All right, guys, we're doing great. And when things are bad, hey, guys, we got to pick it up. This isn't. This isn't. You know, we're not. We're not playing at the level we're supposed to be playing because you know as well as I do, every time, every, there's always a point in the season where you kind of plateau oh, yeah. or you yeah. kind of just, you kind of sink a little yeah. bit and, and everything and you know win or lose, you may still be winning, but you're not you're not winning the right way. Yeah. You know. I mean. You see teams go ten and zero. There's two or three weeks there where it's kind of like, man, that wasn't very pretty. Yeah, you know. So well, and, and you know
1: the the yeah. saying is what you know. It's always you know an ugly win's better than a, a a pretty loss. And, mm-hmm. and I agree with that in, in in a lot of aspects. But you know you can get some stuff out of a loss too. Oh yeah. You know where you know you can play really well and lose. Mm-hmm. It stinks, but you know you feel like you got better sometimes. You know you can play really bad and win. And it's and, a win, but you don't know how much better you got. Yeah, but so, when you
0: sit down and you're watching the film, you're sitting there going, okay, we, we, we won, but we actually took a step back in terms of execution-wise. Right. You know, game plan-wise. You know? Yeah, and there, there's so,
1: always those situations. Yeah. And that's what makes coaching so unique and, mm-hmm. and teaching is, you know, 26 years you can have 26 different teams uh, that you coach just, you know, absolutely. Some of them might be tough personalities. Some of them might be great personalities. Some of them might be really skilled. Some of might not, not, some might overachieve, you know, absolutely. I mean, that, that's the thing. And absolutely, you know, it, it just, it's different every time. Yeah. You know, you can try to do a lot of the same things and you get a lot of the same results, but every now and then there's just some different stuff in there. So it uh, makes it fun.
0: Well, I mean, and, and, and the reason why I brought this up about, about the, the chemistry is, you know, I'm, obviously people that listen to us, you know, and, and, you know, I'm a big Yankees fan and, uh, and, you know, right there at the trade deadline, you know, you have all these teams, you know, making moves and, and, and going into the all-star break, the Yankees were head and shoulders, the best team in baseball. They made some moves. They, they, they got rid of one of their starting pitchers that that was having a really good year that I liked um, Jordan Montgomery and, you know, they finally got rid of Joey Gallo, thank God, and uh, and stuff, you know, and they made some moves. They brought in a guy that's like an everyday center fielder, uh, Bader, who's on the DL right now, and then they brought in Andrew uh, Benatendi, who I used to loathe because he was a Red Sox but guy, but but he's a guy that's like a defensive-minded, you know, good hit-for-average guy in left field. You know, that really solidified the left field position. Um. And stuff. So, and then they got a, a relief pitcher, a starting pitcher, you know, and then a guy that could like close for them. You know, they picked up some guys. Right. So you're like, man, they, these guys, they made great moves, right? Great
1: moves. But it just hasn't panned out. It
0: hasn't panned out. They they got the worst record in baseball mm-hmm. since the All Star break. Yeah. You know, and some people are sitting there going, okay, well, it was because they screwed with the chemistry, you right. know, right. and because they were winning, they were winning whenever people were hurt. They were winning when people were healthy, whatever. Now they just can't win. I mean, they're literally snatching defeat out of the hands of victory some nights. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, did they mess with it? It's still a little bit early. They still have plenty of time to turn it around and whatever. And 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 it's still like, you know, those moves were moves they probably needed to make to be able right. to say, you know, to right. beat a team like Houston in the playoffs. Right. Because lately, like the, the Yankees are really good at, at being a regular season team. Right. They just don't have... The guns, and, you know, and the, to get the guys on the them. mound right. to beat a team like Houston in seven games, right. you know, and uh, so it's like okay, you know, but but you got to wonder, you know, did those moves screw something up that was really really special, right. you know? Right. So it's so I mean you've been coaching long enough where you know this more than I do. It's you can have you can have the perfect team on paper. Oh yeah. Yeah. but you just can't figure out how to put it together on the court or on the field or on the diamond, you know, whatever it may be. So, you're looking out the window. I mean, is, is, yeah. I, the, I thought
1: I saw tail lights, and I didn't know if Mom was leaving or who knows.
0: Oh, I thought maybe the Germans she, were coming she, again. She,
1: she is. She is an adult, so I guess she can go <laughs> yeah. do what she wants to. <laughs> hey,
0: she wants to go to the bar <laughs> to kick a few
1: back. Then, hey, that's her <laughs> business, not yeah. yours. Yeah. So. yeah I don't. I don't think that's where she's going. But hey, my <laughs> but guess if she would is, probably be Wally yeah, World.
0: Yeah. Say, but if if she is, it's none of our business. Yeah. So. Yeah. But so. uh, but no, I mean, you know, team chemistry is really, really important you know that i know that and and having the right guys the 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 high character yeah. guys or yeah. girls yeah. guys you know yeah. i mean you got to have you got to have those voices in the locker room whenever you're in the coach's office saying ladies guys yeah. Yeah. we got to get this going this way you know or hey we're we're winning because we're doing this we got to keep it up you got to have high character people in the locker room yeah
1: for sure and so, you know and and you know we there's so much that goes into a season. There's highs, there's lows. It's navigating all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, the person that can be positive and kind of, you know, whether it's one of your, you know, sometimes you have to have that on your coaching staff. Oh yeah. You know, you're, you know, as the head coach, you're like, man, we're in a slump, and what do I need to do to get a? And you know, sometimes you just need that person that's like, hey, you know, yeah. look it's been a long, you know, we, we've got two weeks till district. It's, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we we we're gonna be okay. You know, we got this. Sometimes you need that on, on the staff. You definitely need it from the kids in the locker room. You know, um, it's easy. A lot of times nowadays, and as a coach in, in your job, whatever, it's easy when things are going good. It's what do you do when things aren't going good? Uh, this transition to this job, I was texting someone today and, you know, into the AD thing and there, I told them it's right now it's like 50, 50. There's of the time I walk out of the office and I feel like, man, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting the hang of things. I'm figuring this stuff out. It's going to be good. And then 50% of the time you kind of walk out and it's just kind of like, (laughs) oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. Am I ever going to get everything done? You know? Yeah. And stuff like that. And you, you can't get too high on the good days and you can't get too low on the, on the bad days, you know? And I I say bad days, but you know, on the days that don't go as well as you'd like it to. so So the days you
0: feel like you're just running in place.
1: Yeah. That's life. You know that yes. that's that's life, and and I get it. There's other things that happen in life too that right. You know that that yeah. can take the ebb and flow of the day differently too.
0: But, you're exactly right, man. Um, but I think
1: that's the and, great part of sports is it emulates what you're going to see mm-hmm. later on in life.
0: Well, I mean, you know, like, well, first of all, I want to break it to you: you're never going to catch up. No, being an athletic no, director, you're no. never going to get everything done. You're never going to catch up. So stop, stop <laughs> yeah. beating yourself up for not yeah, doing that. No. Um, but secondly, no, you're right. I mean, in in life, I mean, I I try to teach my kids. You know, especially Ty, being the oldest, you know, the two, the true testament of of a man's character is, you know, how many times they get up whenever after, after they get knocked down, yeah. you know, yeah. and keep going. I mean, you know, it's like the easiest, the easy part is you got knocked down. Okay. I'm going to stay yeah. down. i no, screw yeah. this. I'm, I'm well, done. And, you know,
1: and, um, you know, the man in the arena, that, that uh, deal, Remember, yeah. they read that at coach Bates, funeral and stuff. And he yep. had that on the wall, but I always think that's yeah. a good one. It's like sometimes just having the courage to do it, Yep. to be the person to, to actually do it. And yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, personally for me, I, I I've had some times where I haven't been that person to have mm-hmm. the courage to jump out there and do yeah. some of the stuff. And,
0: we all have, you know?
1: Yeah. And, you know, you know, but then there's times where you're just like, okay, I got to get this done. Yep. I might fall flat on my face, but I'll get back up and try it again. So, well, I mean, look,
0: look at you for 25, however many years. I mean, you were doing fine in the position you were in. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, teaching the teaching subject you, you liked, you enjoyed uh, being there with yeah, the kids, you know, yeah. doing that. But this opportunity came, you could have been like, nah eh, you know, I mean, there's a, there's other qualified people that can do yeah. that. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll be fine. Whoever, yeah. you know, Yeah. but you, you took, yeah, a, you, I'd, took I'd, you took a leap of faith, you yeah, know,
1: got out of the comfort zone a little bit. Yeah.
0: And, you know. and it's hard to get out of yeah. your comfort zone. Yeah. You know, whenever you get our age and you, you everything's also, been working,
1: you can also grow so much when you get out of your comfort zone too. Mm-hmm. So hoping that happens. And I'm not just talking about <laughs> the, the waistline growing because <laughs> I do like to stress eat every now and then. So stress eating is
0: fun. <laughs> yeah. Stress eating is fun.
1: You know, stress eating, yeah, like, it's like, man, this, this, this is going to make me feel better. And
0: then it doesn't work. Doesn't no. It no doesn't. but it's just like, but oh, it's well, if fun I go, at the if time. I go
1: buy a new PlayStation five, that'll okay. Yeah. Two weeks later, you're like, oh, okay. yeah, I'm more Why did I waste of, my money on this? Now, can you even buy <laughs> PlayStation fives anymore? Like, dude, don't ask me. I, I, don't, I, don't I have know. not
0: purchased anything since I think Atari. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I don't know, man. I'm still maybe, looking for a Game Boy.
1: <laughs> maybe the new Space Invaders next yes, time. Yes, yeah.
0: Or the what was it like a tennis game? Boop. The pong, Boop. pong, yeah, pong. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Or <laughs> I remember when when you know went from Atari like to the Atari twenty six hundred, and the graphics were like better. And then it was like I had a game called Pitfall that was pretty cool. <laughs> like you'd run through the log and you'd lose points and it'd make like a fart noise. So we'd always do that and blame it on like the person next to us. Come on, man.
0: Oh boy, we're so random. <laughs> we're all over the place. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Oh man. But uh no. Yeah, I it's it's easy. Like I said, like you said, it's it's easy to get in a rut. But as a coach and a coaching staff, you gotta find those guys that just are never happy being in a rut. They're yeah. Ne- yeah. they're not gonna allow themselves to get in that rut. Yeah. You know, and and those guys are the ones that build the chemistry in the locker room, that build the chemistry out there on the football field or the court or whatever, yeah. you know. Let,
1: let me ask you this question. As a parent, <clears throat> I've never been in this situation, but do you kind of have to do the same thing with your kids? Yeah. Like to try to pull them out of a rut? Oh, absolutely. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, it is. It's an everyday struggle. I mean, I, I'm not. I am not going to allow my kids to ever allow themselves to, you know, look in the mirror and see a victim. You know, well, I didn't get to do this because I didn't get to do this or that because the coaches did this or that. No. Yeah. What could you have done? Now, I'm not saying I'm the by far I'm not I'm by far not the greatest parent out there, trust me. I'm not. But I just I feel like if you allow your kids and some people may not want to hear this, you know, but if you allow your kids to be the victim now, they're gonna be a victim whenever they're 20, 30, 40, 50. And that is not how you have success. No, you know, no, I mean, there's parts, there's, there's gonna be parts of life where you are the victim of something and that sucks. And I, and I I sympathize with those people just fixing to say that. I mean, you know, there, there are times you are a victim, but if you're, if you're, if you're searching to be the victim every time something goes wrong, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I mean, and, and again, I'm not trying to minimize those people that are a victim of something because it does, it happens every day. uh, And, 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 you know, god you know god help them because that's horrible but my none of like my kids are not allowed to be like oh well i couldn't do this because this person did this yeah. you know or i couldn't do this because the coaches wouldn't let me no yeah. no i mean that i could have done that or, Any, or this teacher know, or, or that teacher or, yes. or that
1: dps guy he gave me a ticket and, yeah yeah how many know. times did you speed prior to getting the ticket exactly yeah. i'm just but, you know i find myself i don't get a lot of free time but when i like, tonight's one of the first time I've actually turned on, like, a TV channel. Yeah. Watching the the game a little bit. But a lot of times I'll watch, like, YouTube videos or, you know, mm-hmm. something or Spotify, podcast, whatever. And I try to watch stuff with, you know, that have people's stories, you know, like a lot of military stuff and overcome, you know, the, the battles that people overcame and things like mm-hmm. that. But I know on the other end, there's also a lot of stuff on, on YouTube, TikTok, whatever, that is the other way, you know, yeah. like, woe is me. And, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it's so crazy that outside influences people can have now yep. besides just, you know, when we were growing up, it was like a, a small core people in the community. Yep. Now that circle of, of influences. Wow. Yeah. You know, wow. Big. Yeah. So, you know, you know, where, where are you getting your information? Some kids, you know, you know, some, some kids do it as entertainment. Some kids, it might be, or people, I shouldn't even say kids, some people, you know, it's yeah. just, yeah, so I found myself lately, I don't spend as much time on social media stuff, online, Me things like that, so. Me neither, but, it'll but, eat you up. You know, but you can say the same thing for us back in the day on books. Yeah. You know, what books are you reading? You know, certain books got banned at certain times, you know, so.
0: Books, magazines, I mean, you whatever. Know, and, and like stuff. a lot
1: of stuff we ponder here, there's there's no simple answer to some no. of these complex situations, you know.
0: I just, I want, if one, I can tell anybody out there, any kid, you know, young adult, whatever else coming from a guy that's getting ready to be 45, you know, 45 years old next month, don't, don't, don't allow yourself to be a victim. You know, I mean, you know, just uh, no matter what, you know, always strive to reach your goals. And, you know, and if, if a goal, one goal, you don't reach it, that's okay. Make another one, you know, and, you know, but don't, don't sit there and be like, oh, well, I didn't reach my goal. I didn't do this right here because somebody else. Yeah. No, you control what you can control. Yeah. You can find out what you can control. What, what can I control? And then you get the best you can at that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and don't leave, don't leave yourself in, in precarious situations where somebody else has control over, over what you're doing. So you know, if I
1: want to date a supermodel, I just need to persevere until it happens.
0: Change your goals. <laughs> change your goals. Also, when you're setting your goals, you have to you have to set realistic goals. Oh yeah, yeah. Not not that, that's not personally shoot, meant to you, Jimbo. Shoot, I'm just saying shoot, shoot for the stars <laughs> and, and
1: land on the moon, baby, or whatever it is. So yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, but no, I just I don't I that's a, that's to me that's a that's a. I mean, you know, we've been talking the last, last couple of years about pandemics. To me, that's a pandemic, but you know, I mean, and and it's got it. it we got to stop it. Yeah. So. And, and I know I'm getting on my soapbox, but yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah.
1: Well, and and I mean, it it, it like we said, ebbs and flows. There's going to be some times that, that you know. Yeah. But that's that's what I think. You know, I think that's a that's a good motto for just just going forward is just you know just put forth the effort to see what happens, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I think for the most part, and I, well, I know for the most part, our kids here in divine are usually really good about that. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, but I think you, I think you're right. The pandemic has become like a multiplier in some things yeah. in slowing some of that down. But you know, that that's all for another yeah. conversation another that's, talk. And, and the the,
0: pan, the pandemic changed the entire world yeah. in every sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, it did. It did. It did hurt us in that aspect. And, I mean, and yeah the, the what I'm saying is not directed at anybody in no. in particular or the divine kids. I think the divine kids are are naturally fighters, yeah, oh yeah, and and I mean that's just one thing I, I tell my I tell my kids and in any other kid, whatever else, fight, yeah fight, don't ever yeah. stop fighting, yeah, always get up, yeah, it's yeah. not about how many times you get knocked down, it's about how many times you get up and keep going yeah. because the person that's knocking you down, the people that are knocking you down or with the situation that's knocking you down eventually is going to quit. If you if you keep on getting up and keep on going forward, yeah. you know, and so I mean, just always fight. Don't ever stop fighting, because yeah. if you stop fighting, then you stop living. Yeah, you know. So, um, and that goes for sports too, and it goes for the athletes that we're that we're coaching, that we're watching play. And well, I was going to say these guys out here. What, what we're mean, watching
1: here on in the NFL. I mean, how yeah. many of these guys are third or fourth string that are fighting for? A practice job, a yeah. practice squad spot, or, you know, someone else might yeah. see them, like you were saying, quality control people watching from another club or whatever. Yep. So, yeah, you never, you never know. And you never know when your break is right around the corner. Exactly. You know.
0: Exactly. Like I mean, so. like, they were t- last night I was watching a little bit of the Cowboys, the, the moments I could keep my eyes open falling asleep, and yeah. they're talking about Cooper Rush came in third string last year, and they said that. If he had finished third string, they probably would have gotten rid of him because it's kind of like, okay, we're, we need to find somebody else to come in and be the practice squad guy. Right. Like that Ben DiNucci, DiNucci or Naducci guy that they right. that they got because they actually drafted him. By that point, they already knew what Cooper Rush brought to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The last preseason game, he goes out there and has a hell of a game, wants to beat out Garrett Gilbert, you right. know, and, and wants to make the team. You know, and yeah. it's like, because he kept fighting, kept yeah. fighting, kept fighting. He could have been like, you know what, my spot's not here. Yeah. You know? And, and sometimes so. it's not. No, no. You see, a lot. I mean, hey, yeah. Garrett Gilbert, when <laughs> wound up starting for the Washington Redskins, whatever, what mm-hmm. one game because everybody was hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's another guy. Look at him; he's moved around everywhere, and he keeps on fighting.
1: Dude, how about the the? Well, they're not the Redskins anymore. They're though at the.
0: I say the Redskins, but they're the Commanders. commanders. Or, or, yeah,
1: they were the Washington football team, but yeah. But dude, how many quarterbacks have they had in the last? like, I five lost years?
0: count, like at seventy-five.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Well, they got they got Ryan Fitzpatrick who I've always kind of pulled for. I mean, because he's yeah. a, guy, a Harvard guy yeah. or whatever it is, you know, Ivy yeah. League guy. What it's Magic, I think yeah. some people and call
1: him. I never understood that one. But. You're sitting there
0: going, okay, the guy's not, not tall. He's not spectacular looking, you know, doesn't have a strong arm, doesn't have fast feet. The dude, talk about a guy that fought. Yeah. And it's like, he could have easily been like, okay, I played a couple of years, didn't make it, whatever. I have a degree from Harvard. Yeah. yeah. You know, but yeah. the dude's or, just.
1: What about the. Uh, Kurt Warner story, where he's oh, like bagging groceries, bagging at the groceries, Superstar. yeah, supermarket, yeah. yeah. So yep. and it, it brought is. him,
0: brought him in, so the guys ahead of him didn't have to, didn't, didn't get their arm tired. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so winds up yep. being Super Bowl MVP, Hall of Famer. I mean, just that's, I mean, perfect testament as to what I think. You know, you try to instill in your in your kids. Yep. You know, Ooh,
1: that's a nice play there, Baltimore.
0: What did uh Ray Lewis make a tackle?
1: Yes, and he got up and he did his little dance.
0: Or did Ed Reed pick it off and run it back for a touchdown?
1: No, no. I think I think it was uh like they played it well and then like dude, Oh boom ooh. No soup for nope. you.
0: Nope. Ooh, yeah, it looked like that guy hurt himself. Yeah. I don't think he scored, Jimbo.
1: I don't think so either. Like I you can't
0: think, tell from that angle. No. Too many bodies in the way. Right well, here ought to be hey. a good one.
1: Yeah, and how crazy. Ooh. Ooh.
0: No, he's down. Look, his yep. elbow touch now yeah. he's down.
1: Yeah, and how crazy is it like the camera angles and stuff they have. Hey, did you see the <laughs> Little League World Series they're going instant replay now on the cameras? Really? I think so. I haven't watched the game yet. I just read it. I read it on the Twitter. It's gotta be true then.
0: Everything is real on the <laughs> everything is truthful on the Twitter. So yeah.
1: I, I spit out all these facts and I get most of my facts from like Twitter, Facebook.
0: Absolutely. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. So. Zeke. Oh, so. Well, what are you thinking of the Cowboys this year? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I agree.
0: That's I about agree. like saying let's pr- let's predict what the Houston Oilers are going to do in the 1990s. Yeah. So, you know? Uh, yeah. Remember that so, one
1: year they had Buffalo beat like at halftime?
0: How could I forget, Jim? Yeah.
1: We went and played Stroud League at halftime. Remember that? Did you go play? I don't think so. Like, we went, and I, and I was, like, walking in the gym. It was halftime, and Houston's up big, and I'm like, like dude. 31 and, to 3 Yeah, I was like, dude, I think this is going to be the Oilers and the Cowboys in the Super it Bowl. It should have been. Yeah, and then Buffalo made the comeback, and then away they went.
0: The rest and, is history. Yeah. And then the next year, that's whenever the Oilers made another run, but uh, Bud Adams had said... Like, basically, if we don't reach, like, the goals that we set, whatever else, I'm dismantling everything. Yeah, yeah. And that's whenever they got up 10-0 on the Chiefs and then Joe Montana did the whole Joe Montana thing. Yeah. Came back and won, and he did. He got rid of everybody. Yeah. he got
1: yeah, – That was it.
0: And that was the beginning of the end of the Houston Oilers. Love yeah. you, Blue.
1: Yeah. Then they became the Tennessee Titans.
0: Yes, they was, did. I was actually explaining that to my youngest son the other, the other day. Yeah. So, because we went to Lids.
1: Oh, and there was a Houston Oilers cap or well, what they had a
0: they had a, a white Houston Oilers hat, a, a baby blue, like their love you blue ones and uh-huh. and then a and then a red one. I have a picture of my phone I can show you after the show, but uh and he was like, "Who are these people?" And I was like, at first I was like, "What?" You know, but I'm thinking, "Okay, he's 8. How does he know who yeah, the Oilers are?" Right. I said that team right now is now the Tennessee Titans and he kind of looked at me like, "Huh?" Yeah. yeah. I said, "They used to be in Houston." I said, "Now it was a Big Houston Oilers fan. I mean, I said Cowboys and then the Oilers. It was one, one A and one B. Yeah. And uh and I said, You've you've I've showed you stuff about uh, Earl Campbell. Oh yeah, I know. And I said yeah. that was the Houston Oilers. Yeah. I said, but they went there and then Houston wanted to bring it in the Houston Texans.
1: Hey, speaking of Houston Oilers, uh I finally got the top part of my windmill back, so I will be adding that to the Houston Oilers oil derrick out there in mom's <laughs> <mama's> backyard. <laughs> So, we'll put the windmill top back on that, hopefully, I sometime that was, next weekend.
0: I always thought that was so cool that they were the Oilers because Houston, the city of Houston was known, Sure, you know, yeah. as, like, that's where all the big, you know, them and Dallas and everything with the big money, and then all the ones actually doing the work were out in West Texas. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was all the fancy people there in Dallas mm-hmm. I and mean, so, in uh, Houston, so, yeah, but, good stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, the
1: Oilers. Well, what else we got? Man,
0: we're already over an hour. That's really I mean all I yeah. all I have, but I mean so
1: are the kids excited for day one of school tomorrow?
0: Well yes and no.
1: Typhus is going into high school.
0: Ty's like you know, I'm going to a new campus, I'm going to, going to the going to the big show, going to the going to the high school. Not really nervous. I'm just not looking forward to going to school. <laughs> I no. mean, if I could just go and go to athletics and go to football practice, that'd be great. I was like, it doesn't work that way, son. No, no, it does not. Or it no. does, if you want to be one of those guys that's really good. The, what is yeah. it, the six weeks warrior? <laughs> yes, yes, the Kevin Durant
1: of. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Drewski's what, fifth grade?
0: Drewski's fifth grade, so she's excited because she's gonna be the big dog on the intermediate uh, campus and, and she's then, excited that the little brother's coming over there and
1: Oh, the badge in third grade. Yep. So right. she's
0: like, Yeah, he gets to be the small fry. Trey so, songs. hmm so, Cool. So got a lot of new faces, man. Oh, speaking of which, talking to our, our new principal there at the at the scrimmage, he said he wanted to come on the show. Oh yeah. That would yeah. be that's that'd be yeah. pretty exciting. Huh? Yeah. Mr. Gonzalez. Kind of got me thinking, huh, you know, we could bring Maybe Gomez, you know, he'll be in the next uh, divine guy, you know, Hmm. coming back.
1: Yeah, Michael Gomez, intermediate school principal. And then uh, Miss Stricker is uh, our new elementary school principal. And Mm -hmm. she's moving in from moved back home. I think she's got family in Casterville, maybe. And so she's moved back in. So a lot of new faces and, you know, a lot of people have kind of switched spots and some new people. So, yeah, uh, it's exciting time, you know, exciting time. So we'll see how it goes. If we can
0: fit it in our in our schedules to uh, lock these people in, I think that'd be fun to, you know, the high school principal. He seemed like he was like all over. He's like, yeah I'll, yeah, I'll come out there and. and I'd.
1: I don't think he realized uh, that we don't have a really extensive. I, when I told him we had like seventy people listen, I think he was thinking seventy thousand or something.
0: Oh, he's going to be vastly disappointed. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> and by seventy, I probably meant seven. Seven. <laughs>
0: Something. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. But I, I no. think I think we're usually around 56, 57 people in, within the first couple that's, of weeks. That's and cool. It, it kind of grows yeah. as it goes. So we'll see what happens, man. Kind of excited.
0: Parents week or parents night.
1: Parents night Friday.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. go Arabians, go war horses. Yep. Yeah. And uh, always just, you know, like I said, it's it's fun. We, all, we, we try to keep our, uh, you know, on, on on top of what's going on in the community, you know, we yeah. have a, we have a wonderful community, yeah. great people. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and stuff for and,
1: sure. For sure. I think there's a food, food handout at the Baptist church tomorrow on Monday. Okay. So cool. I think I don't food distribution, I think is what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going on. Cause they were, they said today, like drop your kids off. And if you took the day off, to take your kids, kids to school, just come on by and volunteer. So yeah, they're going to be doing that. So a lot of good things going on. So, We'll see how it goes. Excited to get the year going. It's kind of like, kind of weird for me because I've been, yeah, working all summer, so it's kind of like, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. It's not you know, the first day of school for you, but but it is, <laughs> you know. So well with the, now it's the first day of school with the ones that matter, and that's the yeah. kids. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think
1: the teachers yeah. are really ready for the kids to absolutely. get there. Absolutely, I'm sure they are. We'll see how it goes. So well, all right. Well, until the next one, I guess, just depending on what the schedules look like. Yep. We just might have to figure out. Hey, you know what? We're going to do these on Sundays at a certain time, and I mean, might be the only yeah. way we can get them done for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. So but we'll see. We will stay see. tuned, everybody. Thanks for listening.
1: Absolutely. All right, I think that's going to be it. This has been episode forty-four of Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe yep. Show.
0: And if you if you can. Please come out and support the horses on Friday night. Absolutely, on you know, Parents' Night, yep. fill the bleachers up, man. Let's—I want to see them
1: full. Yeah. Ravens volleyball on Tuesday, I think.
0: Yeah, come Christmas. come fill the gym up with them. If they're if they're here, so
1: yeah, be cool. All right, well, for gym sessions and etc. I think that's going to do it for night. or tonight, we'll see you guys on the flip side
0: later.